program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hello again, everybody. I'm Mick Hubert. Welcome to another edition of Florida Football. From the banks of the St. John's River. Not even close. <clears throat> okay. Best I could do. I know. <laughs> I that's know. a way that's my vocal exercise before I do my podcast. I always do that. Do you? Yeah. Just to get my <clears throat> larynx loosened up. Get that's it what, going? That's what she said. That's right. That is what she said. Well, it's a big week for uh, for Florida football. I got some uh, some biggins, big stories coming this weekend. A lot going on. Yeah. Well, the the big news, like Kyrie Lim's not a surprise, but we kept hearing those rumblings that he may come back. In the way Billy Napier seems to have a touch of gold, I thought maybe he would, but he's decided to turn pro, which probably should have. Mm-hmm. He'll be a first rounder, I think. I think. A l- Bottom of the first round, maybe. Probably, but you know the draft's going to be weird this year. There won't there will be one quarterback taking the first ten picks probably, and that's Kenny Pickett. And I'm not sure he's, you know, he's not blowing anybody. Yeah, there's not a lot of sexiness. It's, from it's that all position. linemen. But um, so we had that news, and then of course Trevor Etienne committing was a huge story Saturday for Gator fans. Mm-hmm. He may not turn out to be anything. He may not be Emmett Smith. He may not be his brother. But it's still big when you get a four-star guy away from LSU and Clemson. Well, yeah. So that's basically a home state yeah. and a legacy. Yeah. And then Napier is able to pull him away. So I think just that in itself is speaking volumes of what he's been able to do. Absolutely. And he it's clear all these things he's doing are uh, having an impact. Well, and I, I think even what you see from this weekend, there was the, uh, the coaches' clinic down in Daytona, and Napier's there smoothing it up with – all the high school coaches in town are in, are in the state, and that's exactly what you need to do: form the relationships, make uh, make your ends and to all those guys, and, and get some positive momentum. Apparently, a lot of his assistant coaches are up in Indianapolis at the uh, convention up there, and, and there's a recruiting seminar, and they're going to it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that he's doing. Look, will it translate into wins on the field? I have no idea. I don't know how good a coach this guy is. He coached four years. He did a great job at Louisiana. He was one in four against Power 5 teams. Yeah. But yeah, lesser with, talent, with lesser but, talent. But still recruited the best of that <clears throat> conference. Yeah. So, so I mean, says I, a lot. It, it, it appears that the momentum continues to go in the right direction. That That is the main thing. Because that was going to be – and, like, there are times when I sit here, to be honest with you, Jeff, and I go – why did Florida fire Dan Mulligan, the guy who won all those games and went to three and would have been in the playoffs each of the three years, 
And then I kind of go, yeah, that momentum would have really. You think the momentum would be where it is now? Not even close. Not even close. Yeah. No, you're you're, you're sitting there with a mediocre class, trying to find some hopefuls in the portal. Although there are like eighteen hundred people in the portal, so you think you'd find somebody yeah, that I, would help like, you out. I think you. I think teams can build for a year, but I don't think you can build a program no, that way. I don't think it's the right way to do it either. And speaking of surprises and, and firings, gosh, Brian Flores gets fired from the he Dolphins did. after three years. And listen, in three years, he didn't have a winning record. He was 24 and 25. But also the last two years, the Dolphins had winning records. And he's the only guy ever to start one and seven and finish with a positive record. So to go eight and one down the stretch and get fired, especially after beating New England when it mattered for New England. That's a little bit of a What do they think? They're Florida? I firing know. coaches with winning records? Think that, about That was a little strange. I thought about doing I got to do the math on that later because for a story I'm doing about what were the coaches' records uh, at Florida, the last three coaches, when they got fired? Because they're pretty, the percentage is pretty high. But yeah, you know, I, re, just reading up on it from what I've I've heard is that he and Tua didn't have a good relationship. He and the GM. And sometimes you you pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, uh, in Jacksonville, they, they did that. I, although Balkia, I don't that seems like Nobody a likes him. Dumb move on that. But I'm not sure it's a great – but if, if you and your – if you've decided you're committed to Tua, then you and, and your coach and him aren't getting along or they don't have a good relationship – and and one thing that uh, I read, and again, I don't know Brian Flores from. I wouldn't know him if he walked in here, but he would have a, to be wearing his little sleeveless top. That's yeah, how he would be. Rationalize it. But there's a lot of people who said that he uh, he had he had a relationship problem, yeah, and and yeah. obviously that's big. And I think it's even we're seeing that here within yeah. this this organization exactly, and the way the relationships work. And and I I guess I'll always go back to this if if Napier has a success that we are all hoping that he has for him to come out and well you've been around this program longer than I have yes and I've been I guess part of the inner part of the circle for 15 years I've never been part of, yeah. part of the circle but for for Napier in that press conference just to bring up like Bonnie's name who's the travel agent right and the pilot's names and people like that I was like Wow, this dude's different. Like th- this dude's in the relationships that he's going to try to form are different. And then his speech, I think, solidified that at, at halftime the other day against Alabama, when three different times he said, "This isn't about me. It's about doing things right for the for the guys and forming relationships and doing all that." So, you know, I, but then you know, Pat, I, I think about you. You are in the inner circle of the golf course. I am. You know I, the ins and I outs. Like so you, at least you get that. And, you know, we, we had a, a, a Christmas gathering and we all did a cheers. Everybody's over 21. So I didn't do anything illegal. And to the 12 people in, in my crew, I looked around and I was trying to think of something to say. And I said, I can honestly say in the 20 years that I've been around the golf course, this is the best, I think, staff and relationships that I've ever had with everybody. And and it means a lot, and I think this is the most successful we've been. So right. it does. It, it it I think when you get along with people, and and 
the same can be said for locker rooms. Like that baseball locker room was god awful last year. And what happened? They I'd, pooped the bed in a regional and got outscored yeah, by a million. They weren't, they weren't good. And and the team that won it in 17 wasn't the best, but that locker room was fun. They all got along. They enjoyed each other. So th- th- I, I guess this well, is my – that team, that, that Laporta team that got to the finals, Yeah, that was – I mean, he was obviously could hit for a lot of power, and they had some good players, but they weren't – nowhere. if I was going to rank Florida baseball teams, mm-hmm. they would not be in the top five. I mean, but they got along together. Everybody yeah. was friends, and they and – they, that's they, that's a big part of it, you know. Again, you go back to the '04s, you know, the sure. greatest chemistry of all time. Yeah, it does. It, it means a lot. So, but it does matter. Not to yeah. get uh, philosophical here and to start off. Uh, a it's Monday, all about the people. It is. I, I think the relationships are a big part of it, and it, I, I, that Brian Flores firing. I think it was just, a stunner. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it it rose it more to the occasion of. I don't making think sure those are good. The average person or certainly I didn't because I'm not a dolphin guy had any idea that that was even a possibility no um but then all of a sudden you start this kind of goes I mean you know, some people have been very critical of the way we handled uh for example Jim McElwain where all of a sudden afterwards everybody's got stories about what a terrible guy was now we we kind of knew some of those things but you don't want to you know sometimes there's there's not concrete evidence or there's nothing that seems to be a problem. He's he's working around it, and then you start to find out that it was a problem. Um, so you know, I think I've kind of got lost track of where I was going with that. But it's certainly a, clearly they've started to come up. More stories have started to emerge that he just didn't. He had a problem with relationships, and that's he's going to get a job. I ain't worried about him because he's a really good coach, and yep. somebody's going to hire him and. And then the, the, all the uh, Harbaugh stuff started, and, and Jeff Darlington put the kibosh on that. He said, "Yeah, the owner's a Michigan grad. He ain't gonna take away his coach. Now no. he's not gonna go all Scott, Scott Strickland, Strickland on him. <laughs> <laughs> but he is. Um, I I think I'm trying to figure out whether Harbaugh, the Harbaugh to the NFL story, was a concoction of purely media, purely." Um, his agent or purely um, other teams recruiting against them. And it's one of the three probably exclusively. It's probably not a combination. It's probably just one of those that started that whole rumor. But it, that's not going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, you'll see who goes there. I don't think I don't think any college coaches are getting hired. Yeah. Seems a little far-fetched that that yeah. would be the case because it hasn't been successful, Well, people making the jump. Well, speaking of college, that national championship game, of course, is tonight. Is that tonight? Talk a little bit about that and many more things as we uh, we open up the phone lines for you, 392-8255. We'll come back, get uh, Dan to lead it off, and then anybody else that wants to get in the on-deck circle, you can here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, mealypops.com. 
Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldenLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldenLaw.com or the Melden Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you. Spas are sensational. There, I said it. I used to be that guy that crushed the Manny Petty crowd, said massages were for wusses, and then I tried them all. And guess what? All of them are awesome. And I encourage you to try them all out and then some. And the place in town that'll make it the best experience out there is called the Hale Village Spa and Salon. Nestled in the heart of the beautiful Hale Village Center, it is the perfect place for pleasure and relaxation, and they've been providing luxurious world-class services for more than two decades. Well, if you're still in the air on trying it out, well, get a gift card for your better half and start the new year off by scoring a ton of points. Whether it's hair, nails, skincare, waxing, or my favorite, the massage service, she'll be pampered by some of the best technicians in North Central Florida. Always running incredible deals, you'll look incredible in her eyes for your thoughtfulness, and you can even purchase those gift cards online at hailsalon.com. Hail Village Spa and Salon has been saving relationships for more than 25 years. Check them out and see how special they really are. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Dooley, Dozo here with you on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Plenty to talk about, as they're always in. A, uh, a fun weekend to, to wrap up the uh, the NFL yeah. yesterday. It wasn't fun. I watched Gator basketball. That makes it well, not a fun day. Yeah, but we all knew that that was going to happen. Did we not? We knew it, and, and I knew it. And as I'm sitting there, because I've got to write something for Gators Wire, which I do after all the games, but as I'm watching the game and then they – you know, they, they, they look like a team that never practices offense, okay, in the first half. Second half, they come back and they and they fight and they grit. That, the one thing about that team is they play hard. They just sometimes play too hard. Mike White said that. Sometimes they just play too hard. And they and they get a little bit crazy with the ball. But they, they cut down on the two things that kill them this time. But Auburn was ridiculous. They were ridiculous, the shots they were making. They cut it to one. You think, oh, man. Think there. But the bottom line is this team needs to get – it doesn't matter that you played the number four team in the country, which they are now Auburn, uh, a tight game and, and that, you know, they had a lot of respect for Florida. All that matters is, is if you win, if you don't win any of these games, you're not going mm-hmm. to the tournament. And right now you've got one quad one win. That FSU game win gets worse every – it's almost going to hurt them. They're 70th in, our, in net right now. Which is what they use. 70th. Florida's 51. So you were supposed to beat them at home. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We'll talk more about that. Let's get uh, Dan to chat. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, Pat, Jeff. How you guys doing today? We're great. Good. Well, I saw him. I look like then Rob Saylor, I mean, it looks like, is is coming as an assistant coach. I want to get your thought on that and see who else you think will be uh, filling these positions. I mean, I see names out there, but... I mean, I'm presuming that, I mean, you must be looking hard at NFL guys if, if we've waited this long. I just want to get your thoughts on who you think is uh, going to be the, you know, the remaining coaches. Yeah, I think that's exactly what he's got a lot of relationship with guys in, in the NFL, and there's certainly several that are that are interested. I mean, he, Chris Rump could even still be an option. Um, yeah, I think the guy but, from the Rams, Henderson, yeah. is going to be the other guy. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it, sales – Sales got a reputation. Yeah, tremendous reputation, coach, obviously. Yeah. You know, Napier, even from day one, talked about being physical and having the line of scrimmage and doing all that, and certainly that's where uh, his specialty is. So that would be a, a big get. And they're, they're friends. That's yeah, what he's coached all around. Go back to he relationships. Knows, he knows the SEC. I mean, he's been around. Well, been said a, today, I mean, I guess the report is that he's told his players up there that he's leaving. So, I, I mean, you probably already obviously seen yeah, all this. I saw that. It's what been about, it's been I mean, pretty much I mean, common. Rump, I mean, I've been hearing Rump's name for quite a while. I mean, how solid do you think these? You know, do you, do you think uh, that is as far as him coming to Florida? It, I don't know. Yeah, you, you still know. Um, and and now they're trying that they, to do it one at a time. One yeah, time. and and now that um, you know Peterson came, then you have the the one Gator tie. Not sure if they're going to necessarily then bring back another that was already here. But I mean, Rump's. Got a lot of respect. I, I love that guy when when he was here. You know, I called him the Rump Shaker, and we had a lot of a lot of fun fun memories. His kid's pretty good too. He is. Right. Where's he playing now? Dukey, Duke. I thought, I thought he'd, he'd, he'd Carl Scott and that Minnesota Vikings. Have you heard anything about him at all? Nope. Or 
Never heard of him. Yeah, I mean his name is his name has surfaced a couple of times, a couple of things I've seen. Um, so I, I I don't know if there's any validity to it. I mean, but e- either way, Dan, obviously he's getting a, a lot of studs to to come here and, and, and we, be a part of this thing. And we told you way back, uh, probably a month ago, that it you probably weren't going to get your coaching staff till after the NFL season. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Charlie Strong. I mean, you know, I know we've we've talked about that before. I mean, is there is, is he is he being considered at all, guys, or is it, that just not an option for? for I I don't uh, know that Napier has any relationship with him, um, and that and and I don't know. Like the last time I talked to Charlie, he had kind of soured on coming to Florida and being uh, in a subservient role um, because he didn't have a relationship with Billy Napier. It wasn't that he didn't want to come to Florida. It was that you know, when Dan was going to be here, he he kind of knew where he stood and everything. But Dan screwed that one up too. So I don't know. I I I haven't talked to Charlie in a while. Once Urban got in trouble, and then got, Urban blamed all his assistants for talking to the media. I haven't I haven't heard back from Charlie. Right. So you guys, there's there's no with, with your connections. There's nobody you're hearing about as far as you think is coming. Uh, the rest of the coaches. Yeah, we're we're like you. Team. We we just read the wire the internet and stuff we don't have any connections to nfl coaches or or anybody like that so and we have certainly i would i think uh jeff would agree with me on this we have really no connection to billy Napier yet i mean well, we yeah, haven't no, developed any kind of relationship with him yet i know bob redman used to you know get get some stories seemed like out of that locker room a couple of years back i mean but it seems like these coaches now they just they, they have tightened up any information coming out of there it's, it seems like it's just almost airtight you know it is the, coming out the way it is now. everywhere and i and again i think this it goes back to the sabinization as much as i like nick saban of uh of college football where the um the media has been is being kind of sho- has been shoved to the side and you know nick saban's made it work and he doesn't let his assistants talk to the media at all um, until they have to at it, only if they get to the uh, college football semifinals. It's written in the contract, and that's the only time they talk. Let me ask you, on this support staff, it seems like daily we see there's another hire made. Um, I mean, how, how different will this support staff be from the size of Mullins and, and the quality of Mullins? I mean, as far as and how, how how much more important will this be to the success of this program, this this supports how this guy's putting together from I mean, it seems pretty doggone impressive but I, I i don't really know that much about what mullen had really no it, it, it's night and day different dan I, I think you just won from a recruiting standpoint and the mm-hmm. army that you can form the the relationships the people when, that you wouldn't can you say 70 percent of it is about the recruiting yeah, i would i would say that and then you know the other part is like I, i'm anxious to see tonight because this will give you a really true kind of landscape of what Kirby and, and Saban's staffs are. And I think Saban, who was great against him the first time, completely changes everything again. But he has the people to do it. Right. He's got all these people that watch video, and that's their job for 20 hours a day. What am I going to come up with now? What am I going to do? So it's almost like I think Alabama is going to completely change what they did the last time to be successful because Kirby's expecting it. And Saban's going to come up with something like he always does. So there's a lot of guys like that, too. There are a lot of guys behind the scenes that do so many different things. And 
Napier saw that. He was a part of that at Alabama. And I think he's trying to form the same type of thing. Like you need an army of people to form these relationships and, and look at film and, and get the right players here. You obviously can't do it. And that's the difference. Like Mullen just felt that he could do it with his assistants and maybe a few. He could uh, outcoach. Uh, yeah, a handful yeah. of guys here and there. But those guys didn't have the time to put in it when they're also watching film and doing everything else to also then form the relationship. So it's almost like you have different departments, different cliques within the organization that are doing their job and their job only to make the, the whole better. Yeah, they just hired an assistant chicken wing coach just now. Uh, <laughs> well, one thing that impressed me was he goes on to IMG Academy, which doesn't seem like we've got a kid out of there in forever. And, you know, Napier's barely got his foot on the pavement. He goes down there and he, and he gets the Wilson kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, was, that to me was pretty impressive. I mean, I, I mean, it's, I mean, we couldn't get anybody out of that place. Nope. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, never could. It, it, look, it's pretty clear that the philosophy of Florida football has changed. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be better necessarily because um, you still got to coach. You still got to win games against in a tough, toughest conference there is. But clearly, just what we see on Twitter and Facebook and all these places of, of players that are getting visited that weren't getting visited before by multiple people that are getting – uh, bombarded with messages from University of Florida. It's it's a different philosophy, and we'll see how this one works. And they they're all in on it. They they spent. I would I was thinking about this, Jeff, and this is a good question for you. What if they told Sully, "Hey, you can spend whatever you want. Well, you can hire as many assistant people. You think it'd make a difference? No, they're number what number one, number two in recruiting every year anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think it would make a difference for Jenny Rowland? She's in number one class. She, I'm about, guessing she's recruiting White, all by herself. Mike White, I mean, is this guy the guy that's, it's a, you know, I mean, how do you feel about him right now, where the program is at with him? It's not in a real good place right now. I mean, they – I mean, uh, does it just seem like we, the talent is – I mean, our talent just isn't stacking. I mean, I know the guy, you know – good solid coach and all but is the recruiting lacking with him as well as you know like I don't, I don't think the recruiting is lacking I think they've got a, a really good class coming in next year um you know uh Kwasi Rees was a was a good get for Florida but he had he hadn't panned out yet the don't forget the class just a couple of years ago had uh what what could have been three draft picks and Trey Mann uh Scotty Lewis and Keontae was was in that class, right? Or was Keontae the class before? Before. Before. But I mean, they they they've yeah they've recruited and signed an NBA players. Uh, they just haven't been able to kind of keep the. It, I think there's been a lot of. Um, it's been kind of rough at Florida, right, for a while here. You know, not only going through the the COVID stuff, but what you went through with Keontae, which was devastating for a lot of people and then and then you go through instead of getting a a softer opener you end up opening up with two top 10 teams you know in the sec so it just some things haven't worked out but the bottom line is i think he's got to he's got to start winning some games or the heat is going to get there'll be i always talk about real and perceived heat the real heat Maybe coming. Yeah, I like that real and perceived. <laughs> That's good. Well, perceived yeah. is fan heat. Fan heat yeah. really doesn't matter. It's it's when the AD or the school president or the boosters. That's the real heat. That's the real.
Hey, terrific information as always. I enjoyed it. Y'all have a great day. All right, Dan. Appreciate you. Take care. Yep, you too. Let's get uh, Rick's phone call next. Hey, Rick, what's up? Yeah, hey, Jeff. Hey, Pat. Um, you, you know, guys, you're talking about all the coaching changes and everything, and I, and I saw where Byron left, which may be going or was going to be interviewing up in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember a few years ago, I was up in Jacksonville on some business and listened to all the radio shows and, you know, Frangie and Lamb and all those guys. And I, when I came back, Jeff, it might have been your show or, or uh, Larry's or one. But when I came back, I actually remember saying I didn't realize that 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 Byron left, which was that dislike up in Jacksonville. I mean, it was brutal up there when he was a uh, when he was a quarterback. And I mean, some of the old stuff that you don't even hear anymore. I mean, that hadn't been that long ago. And I'm just wondering, does he want to go through that? If I'm him, I'm not. I mean, he can do he can do better than that. And yeah, also, I don't know. There was a time when he was very popular when they were winning a bunch of games, and he was getting bounced around i don't i don't look jacksonville is what jacksonville is as far as an nfl city i mean it's probably 32nd among and i I love jacksonville i've lived there for a long time my whole family lives there but as an nfl city it's not the greatest in the world um but i don't think you care if you're byron leftwich you get a chance to be a head coach yeah be a get get a job on Yeah, the roster is really bad. But you listen, if you're Byron Leftwich and you're going into that situation and you know you have Trevor Lawrence and then Etienne will be your running back next year because he'll be healthy, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good at least starting they point. they got to get some receivers. Yeah, though. receivers the and linemen. The trouble is, and, who in this draft jumps out at you? I mean, Mechie would probably – who's out with yeah. an injury and you don't know how good he's going to be coming back is probably the best receiver. In the, I, I saw a mock draft uh, today. And the, there was one skill player, and that was uh, Pickett, the quarterback at uh, Pittsburgh. Was he, and he was ninth, but everybody else was linemen or, or uh, edge rushers. But yeah, That's, I mean, Rick, I, you know, I, when you look at Byron Leftwich, I think the image that I'll never forget is when he played the way he did when when he was at Marshall, and you had those two offensive linemen carrying him because he could barely walk. I mean, that guy cares. Oh, I love yeah, and I mean, you see the way that Brady treats him. I mean, Brady's always like intense and serious, but I mean, Brady's even smiling when talking to him and giving him hugs. So um, I think that he's done a world of wonders there, being with Tom there and, and being able to kind of showcase what he's doing. And uh, to me, that would be a, a smart pick for Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Any, anyway, he called heck that one day that I was listening to him up in Jacksonville. So that was rough. Anyway, thanks. I, All right, I, thanks, Rick. I remember doing – I was covering a game back when we used to cover the Jaguars. And um, he had a big game, and he had he had done this incredible thing where he'd bounced off guys all day and, and completed passes. And they, we talked to him afterwards, and he said that he was used to because when he would play as a kid, he would literally get hit by – cars going by they he would bounce off of them and, and complete passes and i started thinking i'm gonna write it but i don't think it's true <laughs> sometimes you just let a guy tell a story yeah it's a good story all right if you want more stories from Dooley, 
then keep listening. If you want to uh, talk to them, you can do that as well. 392-8255. Step aside for a break. Come back with more here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds should gradually clear, making way for a cold night ahead as temperatures drop into the upper 30s and low 40s. will also be a breezy night ahead as winds could gust at times upwards of 15 to 20 miles per hour. Wind chills by tomorrow morning could be into the upper 20s, especially north of Gainesville. We'll see plenty of sunshine for Tuesday, but not a whole lot of warm. Highs only near 60. Warming up, though, by Wednesday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
Jay has $214.46. All right, I got the Rams to cover versus Titans. Uh, I got 100 on that. Uh, I got 50 for the Colts uh, to cover. I got 50 on the under for the Colts game as well. And then I have $100 on the Cardinals. You have enough money to cover all those bets? <laughs> trying to cheat us. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Broughton, by the way. I'm looking it up. You don't need to look it up. What's your first name? Zippy. Zippy, that's it. I was trying to remember her first name, yeah. We were talking about uh, women's basketball with a, a big, gritty double OT victory over uh, a ranked team, A&M. Was... Yeah, they were 24th or 25th, depending on which poll you looked at. Uh, but they are 0-3 in the conference, so maybe they were overrated, but it doesn't matter. You go on the road and you win a game like that in double overtime, you should be proud of yourselves. Yeah. And the Gators were down 19 at one point. I know. And so she's doing a good job. I mean, Kelly Ray Finley is um, – they you, when you look at um i mean they're 11 and 5 i can't remember when they had a, a winning record this time of the year uh but she's doing a good job i don't know how seriously they'll consider her but i saw the celebration video mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool and uh, there was a lot of emotion there and so it's not like these players aren't playing hard for her i think there was some concern because she was she was part of the staff that was part of was a problem and maybe should have done more about it. But I think maybe when you're an assistant coach, sometimes you kind of not only so much you can do. They like her a lot. But I don't know how much, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that they'll really, I mean, I know that lip service from Scott Strickland, I'm a, I don't mean that to deride him, but peop, uh, ADs are going to tell you what you need to hear uh, is that they will consider, and I'm sure they are considering her, but, you think she'd have any chance to get that job? I do. Yeah, really well respected. And you're spending all your money on football now. You've gone the Clemson route. That's that's the best way to put it. They've gone the Clemson route. Where you know what Clemson's good in football, men's soccer. I think that's the list. They got Amanda Butler as their coach, and they're pretty. Uh, Florida had her. She was good, not great. She's good, not great up there. They're good. They're good. They won the men's soccer championships. You know that. I want. I know that because I watch the ACC networks. So. Nice. All right. Let's uh, get back to the phones. Get Tennessee Mike to get with us next. Mikey, what's up? Unhappy big game greetings, guys. That's right. So that's one thing we've got in common, right? I'd agree. I, I forgot the game was even playing me and played tonight. I. I just. <laughs> it, it's weird how and. I had Tim Brando on my podcast today, and he was talking about the lack of buzz for this game. It's, there's not a ton, again, because it's a regional game. Yeah, well, I was just going on the fact that I think uh, 
You guys don't care much for Georgia. Correct. I got you. Yeah, okay. and I don't either, for that matter. And that's kind of where I want to start, guys. I want to throw three things on this ball game: fans, the game itself, and then the health of college football. Guys, I'm turning on a little late here, so forgive me, but there's a, a video kind of gone a little viral of those uh, Georgia fans up there at that steakhouse in Indianapolis. Have y'all discussed that? Not yet, but yeah, they they got thrown out because they were being obnoxious. Well, yeah, I believe you know St. Elmo's Steakhouse. I'd heard of it before. It's, I, a, I it's great. Yeah, I've never been there, but I, I'm assuming it's, uh, you know. If you have yeah. any sinus problems, you go there and you get that shrimp cocktail with that 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 sauce they have, and believe me, you will not have sinus problems. Yeah. Well, it clears I, you out. I was looking on Yelp at some of the steaks, and it looks they look like, you know, $70 steaks or whatever. But anyway, yeah. uh, Jeff will pull it up there for you, Pat. You're but, on um, a, no, I've been there. What do you, I don't need no, to look at about, it. I, no, I've had no, one of those steaks. Talking about the video, Pat. I don't want to see a video of fans well, anyway, of so fans anyway, acting like fans. No, you know you're clueless. Here, here's the deal. So you got about I'm you know, thirty tables. You got about thirty tables. Everybody's eating probably the best dinner of their trip. Look like a big table of Georgia fans. Maybe a few Alabama tables, and then um, they do a big drunk, obnoxious Georgia cheer with the barking right there in the middle oh, of the oh. restaurant. Oh, oh, oh. And it's and. Um, you know, it's just Georgia fans being Georgia fans. But, you know, guys, there are bad fans in every fan base, and you mm-hmm. mix alcohol in there, of course. And I'll probably yeah. have to tell you all this, but I'm just going to tell you all from personal experience, probably 90% of the Georgia fans I've run across are obnoxious. <laughs> I, I, I really – I mean, we only deal with, with 40,000. So. Yeah, half a stadium every year. You um, know, in the SEC, guys – I have no problem with Georgia fans. Okay, let's face it, guys. In the SEC, it's rivalry. You know, it's a dysfunctional family. You might not like Rocky Top. You might not like like something the LSU fans do. But the barking in your face, and I gotta throw it at you guys a little bit too, with the gator chomp in your face. When you get in somebody's face, that really, that kind of crosses the line. Yeah, you just you don't have uh, something you can do in anybody's face. No, no, right. Play Rocky you know, Top. Like, that's everybody, it. Everybody, every fan, every school's got something the other fans don't like. But when you get in somebody's face. Barking or doing that gator chomp. I've seen Florida and Georgia fans punched off that. You know what? I don't like. You know, I don't like losing. Well, I mean, Rob. I mean, generally, just the whole getting in your face stuff. Yeah, is, I would agree yeah. with that, Mike. And I, I guess the, there in the, the hard part that the I'm thinking about it, like, why would you, as a grown adult, be that obnoxious? Like, what's yeah, the but, point? Like, what is well, what is that doing? I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, I only speak for myself. Don't forget, you know, if these people are eating at St. Elmo's, they probably are pretty entitled too. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, imagine if you're just an Indianapolis person or you're an Alabama fan and you're eating your $75 steak and you got a bunch, of, a table of 10 Georgia fans, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a little, you know, back and forth. I've been to bowl games before, but just pull the video up and look at it for yourself. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I just, I'd like to see Georgia personally go another 40 years without a national championship. Wouldn't hurt my feelings at all. I am uh, very much rooting for Alabama tonight. Now, on to the game here, guys. I'm planning it sounds on like one- going to bed at halftime. Sounds like one through fifty-three or whatever, guys. First two deep. Sounds like Georgia's got better players, but I have to go back to quarterback matters, and we're, we're dealing with a Heisman Trophy winner versus Stetson Bennett. I would think we see this in the NFL all the time. Quarterback play matters. I mean, I don't like Alabama anymore, and I like Georgia really. Of course, somebody's got to win the ball game, but I have to think just listening to the game. I mean, how in the world is Alabama a two and a half, three point underdog when they've got a better quarterback? Well, first of all, if you look at stats only, Stetson Bennett actually has a better passer rating. Um, 
than than Bryce Young does. So that that's what because he's got great players around him and they put him in a great situation. Um, what what Stetson Bennett can't do is rally you. If they fall behind, if if Bryce Young is able to get Alabama ahead again the way they did when that happened last time when they played, Stetson Bennett instead tried to force things and ended up getting picked off twice. But when they and keep his- when they keep him in that because the players are so good around him, and that I believe me, they they have pounded this into him. Just do what what we're telling you to do, and, and we'll be fine because we have the better team, and I I think they do. Um, and I I'm that to me the the thing I'm the most curious about is to see what Nick throws at him because he's not going to do the same passing attack he did last time because they're going to be re- they're going to be working on that they they they're looking at that he's not going to run the ball the way he did against. Um, Cincinnati because they ran that 3-3 and you could run on it all day. So it's going to be some combination. I, I can't wait to see what he what he puts out there uh, offensively. And, of course, it's hard to beat a team twice as the old saying yeah. goes. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you do beat them twice. Sometimes you beat them three times. Brave, yeah. Braves beat the Astros four times. That's right. Yeah. Hey, last thing, guys. Um, I, I kind of feel this season's been we've been witnessing the death of college football with the craziness in the portal and NIL. So, if you're looking for a silver lining, um, does it matter as much as it used to? The old, what's the old saying? You use Pat rooting for the laundry. Yeah, well, I think it, it's still. I, I I don't think college football's near death. I think college football needs to get a grip, and I don't know that that I I think it is starting to slip down a slippery slope where they just – there's nobody in charge, and that's the problem. And I think, Jeff, you and I have talked about this. I mean, everybody wants to talk about they need somebody, a commissioner or something, but it, that, that's not going to work. It, it, it just isn't. But the, what the, ideally what you would have are, are five or six conferences, and if you want to count the AAC in there, uh, five or six conferences, and they would all be working towards the goal of making college football better. And, and well, that, that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, like I said, these eighteen-year-old players—it's kind of—it's like um, minor league baseball is how I look at it now. They've always been getting paid, but I look at it as semi-pro football, and um, that's just kind of where we are. I mean, when you've got guys in this game tonight, they could be transferring and playing at Florida next year. I mean, guys you're watching tonight could be a Gator next year. Yeah. I bet Napier. I bet Napier's ringing up the third stringers on Bama's roster as we speak. Well, I don't know about that. It's what happens. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, last thing, if, if the uh, Jags are smart, they'll stay away from the left, which mess and hire Bill O'Brien. Y'all hang in there. All right. Thanks, Mike. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Bill O'Brien's a good coach. Uh, obviously, he did not handle things well in Houston. And he basically was in, he was the GM, too, and started getting rid of guys and didn't handle. I, I don't know. That That would be a big red flag for me, the way he handled that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why that would make sense more than Byron Leftwich. No, well, he's been a head coach. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be good. I I think Byron Leftwich would be fine. Hey, look, they're not going to be good anyway next year, okay, or the year after that probably. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while to build this up. This is there's a reason why they won three games, and there's a, also a reason why they beat the Colts. Because the Colts can't beat them in Jacksonville. It's crazy. They're 0-7 the last seven games in Jacksonville against well, that's bad That's got to be teams. the worst game ever. I watched a lot of that game. It, we 
because we were coming back. We went to visit Karen's dad, who's not doing well, and um, we stopped in Stark and ate at that Sunny's there, and watched a lot of the game there. We were stunned to see the score, and we had watched a little bit at, at his place, and and then when I I just I just was blown away. I mean, I was like, at some point you're going to come back and win this game, right? Like your season's on the line. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I tell you, yesterday was a kind of a cool day in the NFL with all the things that were going on and the Steelers get in, even though the Steelers suck. And all that game had to do was end in a tie last night, and they uh, both would have got in. And, they, and then it goes to overtime. It was going to go to a tie. The guy called timeout. I know. Nah, we don't want to win. We don't want to. We don't want to get. We don't want to be in the playoffs. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. All right, got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back and wrap up the first hour here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Tori Edwards. The Alabama Crimson Tide faces off with the Georgia Bulldogs in the college football national championship game tonight. Georgia enters the game looking for revenge after losing to Alabama in the SEC championship, while the Crimson Tide will look to earn their second consecutive national title. Catch live coverage of that game right here at 7. There's a slate of local high school hoops taking place tonight. In boys basketball, West Nassau faces Bradford, Gainesville hosts Newberry, Branford will play Dixie County, and Crystal River travels to Williston. Some girls basketball games lined up tonight. Branford welcomes Dixie County, Eastside hosts Fort White, Trenton plays Madison County, and Buholtz goes up against Eustis. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the, the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why do some brands stay forever. It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases, as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. Advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi protects your connected devices from online threats 24-7. But hey, you're probably safe without it. Probably. Like how that free streaming website was probably not a scam. Someone's probably not stealing your bank info as we speak to buy a four-story Chalet Grand. Yeah, you're probably fine. Or you could know your network is covered with advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. 
As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, back to wrap up the first hour, and that time is going to go to Jake. Hey, Jake, welcome. Hey, guys, thanks. Uh, I got a big kick out of uh, this weekend. I enjoyed watching a couple of those uh, NFL games. Number one, because I'm a big uh, Mahomes fan, and number two, I'm a big Brady fan. Both of them, I think, are great. But I got a kick out of Brady last night when he came back in to throw that one pass to Gronk so he'd get a half million bucks. I thought that was that was brilliant, pretty cool. Yep, especially after the Antonio Brown fiasco and some of his incentives that, that he didn't get. Yeah, I wonder how the owners feel when they when they go, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. You know, Brady plus guy, they keep, didn't he get a big bonus for most touchdowns or something as well as Gronk getting his? When, yeah, I think he, I'm sure he got did. bonus somehow. Yeah, because a lot of his contract, you know, he takes a he annually takes a uh, less than he could get in the free market because he wa- he wants incentives built in, and then he makes it that way. I'll tell you a great. You know, what's really I'm, interesting, you know, Brady though, uh, the last two seasons he's thrown over forty touchdown passes. He had only ever done that once before. Yeah. So, you know, he's really really well, he set the. He set the Tampa Bay record, I think, in this game, or in this, yeah, for this season, and he broke his record from yes, last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of, um, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, Alabama kicks the stuffing out of Georgia, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a really, really, one way or the other, it's silly as it sounds, it's either going to be a, a real, real close game or it could be get blown out if things don't go right. Alabama is in real, real trouble as far as not having Mechie. They're really down to only two really good receivers. That number one that they got from Ohio State, who can, he's a real baller. He's a real game changer. But after him, you know, it's kind of like who's next, Billingsley or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think Slade Bolden's a pretty good receiver. Or, yeah. Well, I mean, and they, they got the guy that started for Mechie, uh, J- Ja'Cory Brooks, who was pretty good in the Cotton Bowl. So, yeah. I mean, they, they've got yeah, studs true. all over Ain't the place. Ain't no two stars running out no. there, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But, yeah, there's still, really still no Mechie. Big, big, big game out of Will Anderson, though. Or is it Chris Anderson? Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Right? The bottom line, this game is going to come down to can Georgia pressure Bryce Young, mm-hmm. and and if they don't, yeah. he will he will light them up. If they do, he won't. You know, it's going to be that simple. I think. All right. Let me ask one last question. I'm going to go. 
Jeff, who are you picking? Alabama. Georgia. How about you, Pat? I got the dogs. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One of you's going to win. That's right. right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jake. I, I'm still rooting for Alabama, but. I would say I'd bet you, but you already owe me like 48 beers, and I haven't seen one of them. Here. Take one right now. We're not at, oh, yeah. at a place That's to have right. a beer. We aren't. Uh, I, I, how good is the story going to be, though, if it is, Georgia, with first time in 41 years with a quarter a walk on quarter it's a great story just don't want to see it happen well i i used i tend to root for the stories but in this case i won't better not because you will not have any manlyhood tomorrow when i kick you in the nuts okay well i'll I'll bring all my beers in here then we'll be right back whole nother hour to chat about that stuff and many more things here on the tailgate WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Start off the new year by investing in your financial health. Radiant Credit Union now has a great balance transfer offer of 0% interest for the first six months and great low rates for all of your purchases. The average American has $5,500 in credit card debt, and the average interest rate continues to go up. It's over 16%. That adds up to almost $900 per year just in interest. If your credit card debt feels overwhelming and you just need a little breathing room, switch to Radiant and get six months of 0% interest and great low rates for all your purchases. Plus, there are no balance transfer fees and no annual fees. You can complete the entire process through their website. And in less than 15 minutes, you can be saving money and starting off 2022 right. Visit RadiantCU.org transfer for details. Radiant is federally insured by the NCUA. A new year, a new you. That's what we all like to say, and of course, we all want this one to be better than the last. But as you get out there and you try to make 2022 the best for you, be careful. There's lots of unknowns out there that will try and trip you up. But if you happen to trip on that hike through the Grand Canyon, bust your back trying to set a PR on the weight rack, or tweak a hammy trying to finish that 5K, there's a place in town that'll get you all checked out and back at it in no time. The staff at Titan MRI have been scanning the people of North Central Florida for more than 20 years. It's fast. 
fast, it's easy, and the average scan time is just 15 minutes, so you can get back on your way in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town, and if you're worried about not having insurance, don't be. That's never a problem at Titan MRI. They just want to help you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, and now up in Lake City, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can park right out front. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we welcome you into the second hour of the tailgate. Thanks for uh, for joining us. If you just clocked out, you made it through a Monday there, and you got in your car. Now you'll be stuck in traffic on Newberry Road or Archer Road for a good 45 minutes, so we're glad you have chosen our station to uh, get you at least most of the way home. Well, maybe only one person in the car chose it, but... What do you mean? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people in the car, and one person. Oh, I to. think it's always a collaborative effort <laughs> when I'm is. in the car with people. I say, hey, what do you want to listen to? Whoever's driving gets to. No, I don't agree with that. Oh, I totally agree with that. It's about forming relationships and asking people in your car what they prefer, and then you go with the majority. I actually bombarded my wife with uh, the Bee Gees on the way to St. Augustine yesterday. So All the way there. Even if she didn't want to listen to it, you would put it on? She just, she likes the Bee Gees, too. So after, about the 12th song, she went, try something else. Did you do it? Yeah. Okay, well then, that's why you're still married. Smart man. Would do anything for her. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Name the singer. Meatloaf. Okay. I don't know. If you didn't know that, so I don't know who did the other part though, the lady part. That's that was for the um what's it call it? The what? other song. That's not that song. That's in that one? No. Yes it is. No. There's a lady that comes in on that I song. Don't, I don't I don't really know that song that well. That's all I know is that Will you take me places I've never known? Oh, you know it. I way can too well. Do that. Ah no. Yeah, maybe it's the same one it did. She comes in at the end. Yeah, Paradise it's, by it's, the Dashboard it's Light. That song. No, it's that song, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, where there's a woman who sings. There's also one in. I won't. Well, do that, that one was actually uh, the girl that was on Night Court. Actually, was a singer on that. We need to get it pulled up. The 
Paradise. And then the <laughs> towards the end, the lady comes in and sings a verse. I don't. I don't know that. We'll play it for well. Pat so he can be. What, you know that the, um, of course, in, in that song, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, um, the announcer, Phil Rizzuto, yes. is in that. And he did not know what it was. For. He thought it was just they wanted him to do something for a song. He didn't know that they were actually going to go for first base, second base. Third and he base. slides in the hole. <laughs> safe. No, wait. He's out. Safe. He's safe. That they did. Stop right there. All right, there is a uh, a game tonight, last one to close out the college football season. So asking you who you think will win and then or who you want to win is probably two different answers. I saw a map that had uh, who want, uh, everybody that wants either team to win by state. Mm-hmm. And it had Florida being totally for Georgia. I'm like, you guys are losers. You yeah, have no stupid. idea. Idiots. Yeah, I, I saw Dummies. the same thing. Thirty-one states actually want Georgia, hey, that, 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 and only nineteen they, want they Alabama. They probably called eight people. Yeah. It's like the the uh, TV uh, the way TV does things. No, they the TV does things. They go. We talked to uh, residents who don't want this nuclear plant built, and they talked to one person. <laughs> All right, it's like yeah. There's your quote. That Bill Hader character, where he's that old guy, and he's banging yeah. banging the microphone on the woman's head. So so Bama has won four in a row. Really, Saban has over Kirby. Yes. Do you know that in each game, Georgia has had a double-digit lead? Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy? You know when they didn't have a lead? At the end of the game. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a little little interesting. Well, I remember the one uh, two years ago. Because it was very early in the season, like game three maybe. And uh, I remember them, they were beating, it was at, I think it was in in uh, Tuscaloosa. And they were winning and man, Stetson Bennett looked good. And, and then all of a sudden he had a couple of tip passes. One I think got picked sixth and they ended up beating them easily. And then we thought, okay, now Florida, if they can beat Georgia, you know, that's a possibility. And then Stetson Bennett, of course, wasn't good in that game either. Of course, he got hurt. That was a big factor. That, that's another thing. When you talk about why people thought Florida was better maybe than it was under under Dan Mullen, when they beat Georgia that year, Georgia went up 14 nothing, And Bennett got hurt on that play. Yeah. And he wasn't the same after that. They were already missing Jordan Davis. They were already missing LeCount. The, the more I think about that game, I still think Florida would have won it because Trask was that good. Yeah. Uh, and and I think Dan was feeling his oats with play calling at that time. But he was so, sowing his royal oats. Yeah, he was. It was Odie. What movie's that from? Um, I coming to America. Yeah, very uh, good. All right. I, there was only about three. Went to America to King sow Ra- his royal oats. King Ralph would have been one. <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst movies ever. So you remember uh, Kevin Coleman, pitcher? I do remember him. Yes. Ended up uh, being he the closer in the big leagues. Didn't he? No, he didn't. Okay. But he is uh, he now in the vet leagues? up in uh, in Athens, actually. But it's a different Kevin Coleman. Dion just signed a wide receiver named Kevin Coleman. He is the fourth-ranked wide receiver in the country. And he also joined another dude. So Dion's got another guy 
And he chose him over Miami, Florida State, and Oregon were his other finalists. So little old Jackson State starting to get some people. Look, don't, please do not tell me that these guys are not getting paid. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, now you can. But, yeah, but it's definitely – I mean, they're not just going there. I don't think it's just an HBCU thing. Because why for all these years and did nobody do that? I mean, yeah – who played, you know, HBCU? There were all these great players that played at it, but they they weren't recruited at that same level. And of course, obviously, in this until the seventies and eighties, they weren't even allowed to go to those schools. But since then, no, no, you know, you haven't seen five star recruits going to those schools. So there's obviously money involved there, and and it there's a Dion factor too, you know. I mean, but still, I don't know. It seems kind of weird. Yeah. But good for them. I, I mean, I guess if he makes them relevant. What they, they can win the Celebration Bowl back-to-back years. Yeah. Good old SWAC. They, they won the SWAC first time since 2007. With his son as quarterback. But did his son – no, I, that's right. The guy from Hawaii, the head coach there, Todd Graham, who I've never liked ever since he um, – he, uh, when he left Pitt – he sent him text messages to tell me he was leaving. Um, that was when he went to Arizona State, but he's at Hawaii now. He had He's had 18 guys or something like that get in the transfer portal, and most of them complaining about the culture. One of them's his son. <laughs> when your son gets in the transfer <laughs> portal, now you've ha- you have boy a boy, mm-hmm. so you know he's probably wanted to get in the transfer portal. Yeah, It's just not allowed. Sure. I've got a I've got two daughters who probably wanted to get in the transfer portal a lot, but you know, but that's that's the way coaching is. Like you know, you sit there and I just think about my relationship with Austin. I mean, he thinks I'm being hard on him and coaching him, but I'm doing the same to everybody else. But just everybody else actually listens <laughs> because it's not dad. Like right. obviously, I, I probably know more than a majority of the people that are gonna be around him, but it's just dad. Like he doesn't know. And understand because you're yelling about school and he's seen your career. You're clean up your room and get (laughs) off the video game. So he's not going to listen to you when you tell him not to throw a bell high fastball and a three one (laughs) count. Clean up your room and no sliders. That's right. (laughs) Make it happen. All right, let's get a break. We'll uh, open up the phone lines again for you three nine two eight two five five if you want to uh, chat about the national title game. What happened in the NFL yesterday? Certainly uh, some other things going on. Brian Flores getting fired, which we talked a little bit in hour number one. If you're a Dolphin fan, uh, a little surprising there that that uh, happened. And then how about them Jags? Colts get pounded by the uh, the Jaguars, and Indy had a chance to Let me tell you what, the, the better team won that game. They, that they did. That's a, that's, very, very strange. That's not good. All right, we'll be right back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Tori Edwards. The Alabama Crimson Tide faces off with the Georgia Bulldogs in the College Football National Championship game tonight. Georgia enters the game looking for revenge after losing to Alabama in the SEC Championship, while the Crimson Tide will look to earn their second consecutive national title. Catch live coverage of that game right here at 7. Gators cornerback Kyrie Elam has officially declared for the 2022 NFL Draft. Elam was named to the AP All-SEC second team in 2020. 
The Miami Dolphins fired head coach Brian Flores after three seasons. Miami was eliminated from playoffs possibility in Week 17, but finished its season strong after beating the Patriots 33-24 on Sunday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling into the fourth quarter of the year like the Gators wide receivers, open and ready for business. 2021 has been a crazy ride so far, but we've made it through thanks to our loyal customers and support from all the tailgate listeners out there. Don't forget, in addition to our classic deep dish gourmet pies and unforgettable garlic knots, we have one of the only salad bars left in town. Come to Leonardo's Millhopper, eat the food that Gaines will grow up on, and don't forget to mention the tailgate 10. Man, I'm good. One take again, Jeff. It's not bragging when it's truth. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
forsaken town. I can do that. See? There's a lady, Lorraine Crosby. Oh, yeah, I know Lorraine Crosby. She actually you sang at my wedding. down with holy water when you get too hot. I, I, I think I would hear that song in the first, after the first, I won't do that. I would go, let's see what else is on. It was, now, it, it's amazing that for our younger listeners out there, what a big deal Meatloaf was for a while. Yeah, he was big with deal. Bat Out of Hell was one of the great albums, and uh, and then he was in a couple of movies, and he was on all kinds of talk shows and well, everything. And didn't he do rock, the Little Shop of Horrors? He did. Yep. Yeah. And he was in, did you ever see that movie with, Steve Martin and Deborah Winger when he was an evangelist. It was really good. I can't remember the name of it. Leap, it wasn't called Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith was a different one. But anyway, he was in that too. So he was in a bunch of movies and stuff. But now, I guess he didn't age well. There you go. All right, so there you go. We uh, Lorraine Crosby, thanks to uh, You're so happy. a caller calling in. No, I just knew there was a lady's voice in there. I never listened to this Because I used to sing that to my high school lady. To get some points when I played the piano and the well, guitar. Wouldn't, wouldn't, what wouldn't you do? <laughs> that's, that's the big question. I think we know. All right, back to the phones. Let's get uh, David to join us next. David, what's up? Welcome. What's up, guys? What's up? Man, I think my favorite meatloaf role has to be Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's got to be my favorite one. But uh, did you ever go to Rocky Horror, Horror and do all the stuff and dress up and everything? Um, I, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> I did it once. So you threw the toast and everything, yeah. Well, well, I was the guy in the friend group that was like the bigger guy. So they're like, you got to be Rocky. But when I say bigger, it was like I looked like I kind of worked out, <laughs> not like Rocky did. And I'm like sitting there in golden underwear watching the movie, like, man, this is bull crap going on over here. But nah, uh, for real though, uh, speaking of a horror show, I got to thinking about recruiting. I specifically got, for a horror show, got to think about Tennessee recruiting, just because you know how much I love Tennessee Mike. But first, I wanted to bring up we got that running back this weekend, and we jumped 12 points, like 12 places in the national recruiting ranking, which tells me how much of a joke those things are. That one player can jump you 12 spots like that. And uh, I'm not saying that the rankings on the individual players are a joke, but just how they end up waiting at all is just kind of crazy to me. But, I mean, I'm not knocking it for Gators up there. I like seeing us and moving up in the rankings there. But I got to thinking about Tennessee and about their coaching situation and about the last few years. And do you guys, like, think there's a big enough – Blank check stuck to stuff to do a McDonald's bag somewhere to get a like a name brand coach to show back up at Tennessee, or do you think they're going to have to keep shooting in the dark with these up and comers and open one of them stick? Well, I I think they're thrilled with Josh. Yeah, Michael. I think this yeah. one's a good one. I don't see why they would want to move on from it. I mean, look at what they did offensively. This is and... what Tennessee does. Well, Tennessee yeah. I mean, here's the thing. They they. Don't forget, they did lose that bowl game, even though they, mm -hmm. they scored all these points. But I, I do think that the way they finished, they've got a lot of momentum going in the right direction. And um, we'll we'll see how Josh does uh, going forward. Now, don't forget, game four, he gets the Gators. Now, he, 
Florida got them at the perfect time last year. They got them early, uh, even though I know that Tennessee Mike was trying to say that Florida would have a hangover after Alabama. I think Florida instead had momentum going after Alabama, and they got Tennessee before they really knew what they were doing offensively with that hurry-up offense, and now you're getting them where they've had the experience. I, I think – I think they're pretty happy with uh, with Josh Heupel. So the fact that Heupel didn't go to uh, Oklahoma, now whether he was considered or not, um, I, I think that was a mistake on Oklahoma's part, to be honest with you. Well, you know, with, with how our season went, one thing that the Alabama game keeps pointing out to me is that we had good enough athletes on the team to hang with anybody in the country. And it just come down to a breakdown and – and coaching and even some breakdown in fundamentals when you look at the defense a little bit, talking more on the tackling side and the cover side a little bit, we, um, we kind of laxed on. But, I mean, to be able to play who's probably going to be the national champ to a, to a two-point loss, uh, it just goes downhill from there. I think we lost all our momentum when we lost to Kentucky. I think that was the big nail in the coffin for us. Yeah, and and that's where it started for Mullen too. There were a to, lot of to be honest, David, I think you know the the mentality for him after the game, especially after when he was asked right from the start if if he got out coached, I just I think he started to think, well, what am I doing here? I, I just took this team to three straight, you know, when, New Year's when, six when games, and now you're telling been, me I can't coach. The perfect answer would have been, hey, we lost. Yeah, obviously, I got out coached, and you know what? Yeah, but that's not him. No, that's not. The so way he's not going to do that. Yeah. But that's what he should have done. I remember that first, uh, or no, it was the, I think it was the first Trask Georgia game. And we showed up there, and I mean, we were riding high, a lot of momentum, and we, we ended up losing that game. But, um, oh no, sorry, sorry, I'll take it back. Sorry, it was the Felipe game with them. But we, we were still riding high, a lot of momentum come into that game. And um, it seemed like both. Mullen and Grantham had a bad day at the office on that day. Yeah, remember that was that was the wristbands and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's David. I I honestly, I mean, because I was around Mullen after that game, like he he thought that there was no way they were going to lose. They they had a plan. They felt that everything was going to go right, and and it just didn't. So I, I mean, even the guys in that locker room, like Van Jefferson's in that locker room, and Grimes, those guys really felt that they were going to win that day. And and that hurt them a lot. Yeah, it did. And they, I mean, and it, you had that great six down stand in the defense mm-hmm. I guess, from the defense. I mean, that was just, I mean, beautiful plays. It just didn't come out on top for that. But I mean, I wish Mullen the best. He'll end up being a head coach again somewhere. But, well, I um, think I mean, I, he'll probably be the offensive coordinator in the NFL. From what I hear, it'll be I mean, Carolina. Maybe. Maybe, who knows. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up about the NFL, my Steelers lucked on into the playoffs. And uh, I wanted to ask you guys, do you think there was, like, talk between – everybody was saying there was talk between the Chargers and the Raiders about what if they just kneeled every every down, just three and outed it and punted it, and they both made it to the playoffs instead of risking one of them being out. And, I mean, I think if they would have done something like that, which there's nothing in the rules against it, there would have been a rule change next year. And well, always those when that yeah, when that game started, I was thinking the same thing. I go, why? Did, now I'm, I also was thinking, then I won't watch, and th- there would be some repercussions if that happened, obviously. Oh. But well, the, but then to take a timeout and allow them to kick the field goal was 
That was. It's almost like he didn't want to go to the playoffs. I mean, I, I'm not complaining as a Steelers fan. I'll take it. But we definitely got. I would say we got help from the Chargers, not even the Raiders in that game, because of that call. But um, it was, it was just a. It, it was strange, and what I was bringing up the NFL kind of rule changes like that because I remember coming into this season. Everything was just normal, and then they announced, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to call penalties for celebration. And then all the NFL players were like, wait, what? And all the fans watched. I don't really think it bothers many people when somebody gets up and does the Superman with the chest or acts like they got a championship held on, but I guess the owners believe that it's distracting from the game or something. So I could totally see us or see those two teams taking a knee and then there being some type of repercussion or, like, if you don't run X amount of plays or something, then, like, uh, I don't know, like, you lose – I don't think you'd lose roster spots. They could oh, I, let me tell you what. It, by the end of the first quarter of two teams taking a knee, the commissioner would call down and go, you guys keep this up, you're forfeiting, both of you. There would have been – he would have – that would, and that's what you need in college football is somebody to stand up and say something when things are not being done right, like playing – Playoff games on New Year's Eve, which is the dumbest thing ever. Well, and David, it, you know, it had to be weird watching that game as a Pittsburgh fan, like like ups and downs if you're watching it because you know they tried to go for two, they didn't get it, so it's a 12 point game, and you're thinking, all right, sweet, it's never no way it's going to end up in a tie, and then they get up 15, and all of a sudden the Chargers come back and like, oh my God, it is a tie now, and then it goes to the overtime, so it was really really strange. I mean, like we have, as far as I know. There's only how many times? There's like one or two this season, and yeah. it belongs to Pittsburgh and Detroit. So they, the two teams have played each other. And I was like, there's no way that – I mean, I, let me tell you, if, with Mason Rudolph as our backup there, when he couldn't beat Detroit, it was the worst thing in my mind. And I'm like, then we, we end up edging out all these other teams because instead of a loss, we have a tie. But then I'm realizing, oh, if, if, we, if they tie and we're out, if he'd have won that damn game, then we'd have been in it. And so it was just, oh, man. It well, it's, a, it's just like in, Indy, all they had to do was beat Jacksonville, and the, and the same for the Dolphins. The Dolphins lose to Jacksonville and London, or else they, they could potentially be in the playoffs. So it's weird. I don't know what happened to Indy, man. It was just, that was like a perfect storm of Jacksonville's defense. And Lawrence showed up. I mean, at one, some points in that game, Lawrence said, oh, you know what, I'll just do it myself. Yeah, got to give him credit. Uh, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And now, one question, I'll let it go off the air. Y'all can have some more time for other people. But um, uh, with this game tonight, this championship game, I was in Dooley's camp when they first met in the SEC championship game, which was the only reason that I, they, I thought Alabama could win was because of Nick Saban. And then after I've seen Saban, after I saw them beat him, I'm still kind of in that camp of like, yeah, you got all this talent and a bunch of people are drinking the juice for Georgia, but we already saw what happened before. It's hard enough to beat Saban once in a season. Try beating them after you already lost to him. And so um, just what are your guys' opinions on what's going to happen tonight? And I'll just take it off the air. All right, David. Thank you, man. Um, Yeah, it's it's partly of what we we discussed in hour number one. I think my take on it is Saban has been so good at being able to to find stuff on tape, switch stuff up, change a game plan around, go against what what you're not thinking has happened. I'll never forget to this day, and and right where I was, I'm standing on the sideline, 
in that SEC championship game in 09. And I'm probably two feet away from Charlie Strong. And Brandon Spikes is walking off the field. And for him to be shaking his head saying, I, we haven't seen this. I don't know what's going on. Like, we didn't, we didn't know that they were going to do this or we didn't plan for this. And that's why Nick Saban is so good. Yep. He's able to take something, completely change it around, and do the unexpected. So it's really hard to go against that. Well, and, let me ask you this, though. What would be unexpected that Georgia would see today, tonight that they hadn't seen before? Because the, the first game, they threw it all over them. Yeah. And, but the last they game, they ran it, all, ran it all over Cincinnati, so... You know, I I don't know what I don't know that, but it's just from a play standpoint, and just scheming up stuff, and just doing yeah. things that that aren't on film for Kirby to watch. Like I think there's going to be so many other things that play calling. Like they could still throw the ball a bunch, yeah. but it's not going to be the same routes, not going to be the same weapons. Like all of a sudden, you know, maybe that four string wide receiver is going to have the best game of his life because they don't pay attention to him. Well, I could see that because you know he's a five-star guy probably um you know i mentioned slade bolden earlier he's a really good player but and he's the next in line um but i don't know i just gotta i have felt all year like george is gonna win it and i'm not getting off of it and and that game didn't really change my mind okay because alabama had to win it georgia didn't but they wanted to win it well they didn't have to there's a difference to. between wanting to win. I don't think so. Oh, there's a huge difference. It's still a championship. Oh, so, so but you not have to the win. championship. All right, we'll see. Adam, what's up? Welcome. Hey, guys. Happy New Year to both you and Pat. Yeah, you too, man. Hey, I haven't talked to you all in a little while. Um, been really busy, but I uh, had to say say la vie and say an honor to um, uh, a really disappointing football season but it's been really interesting uh with nil and everything like that i think the gators are going in the right direction um love that my steelers made it in and you had david on uh earlier so hey let's hear it for the steel town i don't the drama filled in that was i i don't even know man i was like what is happening so um yeah, it's been really interesting. And, and Pat, you're dead wrong. Georgia hated to lose that ACC championship. That is, they that didn't is, want to lose it, but they, I don't think they, I don't think they had the same passion for that game that they they will tonight. Because Nick Saban beat it out of them, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm with you. Out of them. I'm. You're I'm making, telling you. I may start rooting for Georgia. I know Georgia fans, and they are they are rolling over in their grave losing that SEC championship, and it's going to happen again tonight. And yet, and yet they all got thrown out of St. Elmo's for barking too loud. Well, that that's what they deserve. They're all jackasses. Well, not all of them. They're mostly jackasses. I remember the stomp and the swamp and all that, and I would never forgive the Bulldogs for that. So give me some uh, – Well, no players and no coaches from this team were part of that. I know, but the – it lives on, though, in the hearts and minds of the faithful young man. So, all right, guys. Hey, I really appreciate y'all's show. Y'all do a fantastic job. Go Gators, as always, and uh, Happy New Year. All right, everybody. Adam, thank you, man. Appreciate you. We'll uh, snag a break, come back, and keep the phone calls rolling in. Ed, swing the bat. You're in the on-deck circle to join us here on the tailgate. 
This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their license technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish so make the call 333-0460 crystal air and water they aren't comfortable until you are license number cmc 1249384 summertime means fun time it's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in north central florida and beyond getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like pat dooley So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds should gradually clear, making way for a cold night ahead as temperatures drop into the upper 30s and low 40s. It will also be a breezy night ahead as winds could gust at times upwards of 15 to 20 miles per hour. Wind chills by tomorrow morning could be into the upper 20s, especially north of Gainesville. We'll see plenty of sunshine for Tuesday, but not a whole lot of warm. Highs only near 60. Warming up, though, by Wednesday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. This keep it on the down low here is the Dan Patrick Show. And here's Brady with no timeouts going against a quote-unquote defensive genius in Robert Sala, the Jets head coach. So you let a receiver get behind you. The only way I can lose is he's going to score a touchdown. And it's a fifth-string wide receiver who was in because Antonio Brown went able. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. All things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home.
home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. Dooley and Dozo here with you on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. It's a tailgate. We're powered by Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, and we were powered by a great voice earlier singing some meatloaf, Lorraine somebody, Crosby, Crosby. Bing Crosby's son, daughter, daughter, and apparently she beat out some other big names for that that role in there, huh? Cher and um, Bonnie Tyler, who I loved. I loved that whole album, Faster Than the Speed of Light or whatever. Sound. Sound, whatever. Well, I remember because McCartney had one that was called Faster Than the Speed of Something, too. Indy Cars. I don't know. McCartney's wasn't that good either. But anyway, I liked her a lot, so. Yeah, if you missed our singing, you can go back and uh, figure it out. Let's get uh, Ed's phone call next. Hey, Ed, welcome. Hey, guys. uh, Before I get to what I really wanted to talk to you, Pat, I know you've read a lot of sports books and stuff. For the, for Christmas, somebody gave me a book called Game of My Life. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> you don't think so? No. There's a couple of typos okay, uh, in there, I'll tell you that much. I actually, yeah, it's the first book I ever wrote. It was, it's, it was fun to do, but it was a lot of work. Yeah, as, and I can see why, uh, like in previous shows, you're conflicted about Urban because he wrote the foreword. I know. Uh, <laughs> And I was talking to some people, you know, some of my friends and family over the holidays, and we think that sometime since 2011, the cheese just fell off his cracker. Because, uh, I mean, the stuff he's do, he has been doing, you know, and we don't need to go into this too much. I mean, it's just like, you know, a screw came loose or something. I, I don't know what would promote him or anybody, especially in a public position, to do some of the stuff he's been doing. It's just crazy. No, um, it's hard to understand. Uh, there are but there are a lot of people, and again, I have not spoken to Urban in a long time. I have texted back and forth with him at, at times, but um, there are a lot of people who do, who have who were covering the team at the time when he was at Florida and are covering him or were covering him now, and they just say it's not the same guy. And I don't know, I, I, but I've heard that from a lot of people. It's not the same guy, and I don't know whether it's medication, whether it's not medication. It could be not medication. That may be the problem. Yeah, la- la- not taking medication. Yeah. As prescribed. Or maybe he just has gotten, and again, this is we saw this happen to his um, offensive coordinator did the same thing where he kind of got a little too, you know, it didn't stink anymore. You know, where he, he felt like he could – I can get. I can do. I'm going to do it my way. And if you don't, and if you don't like it, you have to get out. And that certainly is not always. That doesn't always work. Especially in this day and age, it doesn't. And and I, um, I like I said, Robbie still has the best line about Urban. He coached college kids like pros and pro ki- pro guys like college kids. And that's that was <laughs> part of the problem. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to your comment in the first hour about you know how discombobulated Florida basketball has been. I mean, with the, with the whole Keontae thing and the COVID and all that kind of stuff. And now we basically got a, a team full of transfer portal guys. 
but I mean, after the Ohio State game and beating Florida State, uh, is it just maybe that everybody's got the film now and it's just not that easy, or were they just playing over their heads, or or how do you try to make sense of what's going on so far? Well, you have to look at it this way: they beat Ohio State on a on a half court three. And they beat an FSU team that now is number it's not seven, too good, yeah. 70 in uh, net ranking. So um, maybe they weren't that good. And, and we knew that their flaw, their big flaw was offensively they're challenged in some ways. And, and sometimes it comes up and it looks really bad. I don't – I mean, I hate to say this, but Tyree Appleby is their only point guard, and he's not very good at it. I mean, he turns. He's had eight turnovers his last two games, and that's just too many for a point guard. And so I think that's yeah, part of yeah. the problem. I mean, and there's also this: the teams they've lost to, other than that one game against Texas Southern, are really good teams. You know, obviously, you just saw Auburn's now number four in the country. Um, Alabama's uh, certainly uh, was ranked. I think they lost again. That that was frustrating, though, to see Alabama go to Missouri and lose. And then you went, well, that's what was supposed to happen when they went to Gainesville. Um, so I don't know. This team is uh, a little squirrely. Yeah, and uh, obviously we've got the months of January and February, hopefully to find some consistency but uh, uh, and meshing. But, uh, you know, it's just – They better find some wins. see it at this point. They better find some quality wins and, and, and some wins. I mean, but the bottom line is they're 9-5. They're and five, And that's just not – you know, with, with one good win. And that's not good. Yep, absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate you. Let's get uh, Porter next. Hey, Porter. Hey, guys. Um, really quickly, I fell asleep during the, that uh, Chargers game last night. I heard, you know, what happened, but I didn't really hear the specific. What? what how, how did that game end up unfold? You know, quickly at the end, as far as the you know ties. I've heard people talking about they shouldn't have done it, but I don't exactly know <laughs> what they did. Well, basically what they did was the they, the clock would have run out because you only have 10 minutes in overtime now. Correct. Right. They changed the rule, and it would have run out, and they would have wouldn't have done anything, but he called timeout, the coach for the Chargers, because he didn't like their defensive alignment, and then they got the first down, and then they had time to kick a field goal to win the game and knock them out of the playoffs. Oh, okay. So he called – on defense, he called timeout. Uh, yes. For fear of maybe making a mistake. And yes. But then – it allowed them to kick. Okay, yeah, I was just kind of just curious because I watched the end of the, the Steelers game yesterday, and it was kind of uh, the opposite. And in, in that, you know, they they had to win. A tie didn't work for them, and the the the, the Steelers, you know, with two minutes to go in overtime, normally they'd be trying to take that two minutes down. So if they kicked the field goal and missed, there wouldn't be any time left for the Raiders uh, for the Ravens. But it was obvious that they were, you know, hey, you know, worst case they're in the same boat. Maybe we can get a turnover, and you know, they didn't they didn't want that. So. I I don't know what the, what they can do about that because you don't really want to you know be in that situation. But it was like, I th- I thought it was great drama, so I I enjoyed the NFL yesterday. Uh, you know, quite, oh, quite it was yeah, a lot came down really in many good. different games. I mean that Rams uh, Niners game was a great game. I didn't like the yeah. outcome, but it was a great game. You did you see uh, the Brady's expression? Like they, apparently they they said they they're tied like. <laughs> Because <laughs> the Rams had a big lead early, and I guess they'd seen that score. And then uh, somebody gave him an update during the game, and they're tied? And all yeah. of a sudden, there was a realization that he could cover them more. Yeah, they were up 17 nothing, and that was the first game that I think uh, McVay's lost when they were le- had the lead at halftime. Well, that's cool. Um, you were talking about I Do Anything for Love. 
uh, we'll do that, the Meatloaf song. The same person wrote that as a, a, a songwriting master for a bunch of songs, but I Do Anything for Love has a distinction of only one of two songs that made it all the way to uh, the U.S. number one that were written by the same guy who uh, wrote that song. And yes, he wrote Paradise by the Dashboard Lights and Two Out of Three Ain't Bad and a bunch of others. Any idea what his other song that made it all the way to number one on the U.S. chart? Pina Colada song? No. <laughs> no idea, Porter. It was, it was written by Jim Steinman. It was uh, two out of th- uh, uh, It was um, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Monty Tyler. Ah, yes. But he also he also wrote that uh, uh, song for Celine Dion that made it number two. Uh, I can't draw a blank on the name. Uh, and for uh, uh, he wrote a song for Barry Manilow that got up to number three. He wrote a song for Air Supply that made it to number two. Um, Jim Simon, uh, a master. You know, got another person we lost last year. All right, enjoy the show, man. Go All right, ahead. thank okay. you, Porter. Appreciate you. I could sing that one too if you want. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Mm-hmm. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit close. <laughs> Turn around. See, that bride, that was two people singing that song, too. Because the, the guy did the beginning. Turn around. Yeah. Very much. Maybe that was Jim Stein. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got to get our final break. We'll do that. Come back, get a few more phone calls to seal the deal on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. afternoon, I'm Tori Edwards. There's a slate of local high school hoops taking place tonight. In boys basketball, West Nassau faces Bradford. Gainesville hosts Newberry. Branford will play Dixie County. And Crystal River travels to Williston. Some girls basketball games lined up tonight. Branford welcomes Dixie County. Eastside hosts Fort White. Trenton plays Madison County. And Buholtz goes up against Eustis. The Alabama Crimson Tide faces off with the Georgia Bulldogs in the college football national championship game tonight. Georgia enters the game looking for revenge after losing to Alabama in the SEC championship, while the Crimson Tide will look to earn their second consecutive national title. Catch live coverage of that game right here at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay. We're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. 
This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got inks to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other inks, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. With all the new people moving here recently, we thought it'd be a good idea to explain International Diamond Center. If you've lived here a while, you already know this, so bear with us. International Diamond Center, also known as IDC, is not an ordinary jewelry store. It was started decades ago by a major East Coast diamond supplier, Keith LeClaire. Keith had international connections with diamond cutters and would sell diamonds to upscale jewelry stores. Then he decided to start selling direct to the public at prices that undercut traditional jewelers in a big way. This no middleman approach caught on big, and now IDC is one of the largest and most successful jewelers in America, still providing exceptional quality and astonishing value. So if you've just moved here from New York or California or wherever, know that IDC is the area's go-to place for diamonds, fine designer jewelry, and Swiss timepieces. Just be prepared to be a little shocked when you see how great our values are, especially compared to where you came from. International Diamond Center, just another great reason you made the move south. Get details, directions, store hours, and more at shopidc.com. Happy New Year. Hi, this is Tom Collette. What's your New Year's resolution? I've got an idea for you. Resolve to be smart in 2022. Let the pros at Electronics World help you get smart with your electronics for your home and office. Network Wi-Fi, audio video, home theater, outdoor entertainment, lights, locks, thermostats, surveillance, and more that you can control and monitor with just one app. To find out more, please visit us at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are wrapping things up. A uh, an active Monday, as it always is. Appreciate everybody for uh, for tuning in. If we uh, if we don't give a, a shout out to Nicole at the end, she was uh, great today as well. Appreciate her producing, and of course everybody for listening. Let's get a few more phone calls before we ski daddle. Steve is next. What's up, Steve? Hey, nothing much, guys. Uh, if Porter didn't see that game last night and he didn't understand about the tie. He probably, even after you explained it to him, I, without seeing it, I'm not sure you could understand everything that went on in that game. The what the six straight fourth down conversions was amazing. Oh enough. yeah. And uh, huh, I sat there. I, you know, the coach would never say, but I kind of thought they were the way they were in the lackadaisical. Mood mode going up to the line of scrimmage with uh, 20 seconds left in the game. I figured he was just going to let the clock run out. And I 
certainly didn't understand why the Chargers called a timeout there. Made no sense. I mean, they, knew, they, they knew they were running the ball. But what I wanted to call and ask you about was uh, this is the time of year that all the teams that didn't make the playoffs get to uh, evaluate what they need for next year. Do you, off the top of your head, know how many quarterbacks are free agents this year? I know Aaron Rodgers is. I thought Carr was going to be, but he's not a free agent till next year. Well, I mean, I, Roethlisberger is supposed to be gone. Um, he's retiring, though. I don't know. Well, he's retiring. I'm he may not free be. Agent. Yeah. He oh, may. Okay. He may play for somebody. Uh, what about Russell Wilson? Oh, I'd forgotten about Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's one. No, no, he's not. I know there's been – I mean, I think there's been a lot of talk that he's done at, at Seattle. There, there's really no big names. Winston Winston can be one if somebody wanted Jameis. No. Um, no. Marcus, yeah, Marcus Mariota would, would be available, but, Again, I mean, I don't know if you're going to you know do that. I mean, nobody's going to go after Cam. And then you got, like, Folds and Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, guys like that. So there, there's no none of the none of the big guys are, are free agents. Saints are going to do with Winston. I mean, he got hurt in a year he was supposed to be able be able to go out there and prove himself that that he had learned not to throw it away deep, and uh, you know, and now he's a free agent. You think they'll sign him for one year? They certainly wouldn't give him the tag. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. think so. I don't know what the Saints plan is because I certainly wouldn't I don't think you I don't think you can get like there's a level you can get to and it that, that level's not where they want to be with, with Jameis Winston Mike White is also a free agent the Jets quarterback well, they don't the quarterback know. or the coach the quarterback oh, oh okay well the Saints don't know because they didn't do it with Winston you know and they know that they know what they have with the other two or three guys they got nothing uh, Peyton might be coach of the year getting nine and eight out of that team because they did it strictly with defense. Yep. We'll see how it all plays out, Steve. All right. I was kind of surprised about Flores being let go. Yep, me too. Uh, there must be something else going on down there that we don't know about. Relationships. We spent a good ten minutes on it. Uh, I you got to like the people you're around. That's That's what it comes down to. All right. Y'all have a good afternoon. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. Let's uh, sneak in Tim, the tool man, to join us next. Tim, what's up? What up, fellas? How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? All right. We got right. Uh, we got about two minutes left. Oh, okay. Well, happy new year. You too. Uh, hey, so, um, yeah, so uh, the purpose for the call is, first of all, I want to figure out, are we going after that uh, defensive end from uh, the university, not the University of Miami, but from Miami, that five-star guy? Uh, I don't know who about? you're referring to. There's a defensive end. He's a five-star. Uh, he's he's out of Miami. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah. but, okay, so we're, we're obviously not going after him if y'all don't know who uh, he is. I don't know anybody they're going after, y'all. I don't oh, follow okay. recruiting that closely. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, for sure. Hey, so um, I was also wanting to call in and uh, talk about the basketball team. Um, the IQ of the basketball team is, ah, man, those – I mean, you could say that about almost any other uh, – any basketball team, but the, 
it, it just seems like their, their basketball IQ to me is not. It, I mean, they're not they're not moving the ball. I mean, they move the ball, but they're not moving the ball right. You know what I mean? Correct. Like they aren't, yeah, that's a good way to like put they, it. Yeah, yeah, they, they aren't. There's there's times when I'm wondering what the game plan is offensively, and then there are other times when they do. Remember early in the year they That's were what they were so good at firing the ball around and boom hitting them open shots. But yeah, yeah, it, it just seems like and now even when Colin Kaepernick gets the ball down low, and it just seems like it's like a bull. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bull. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bully my way way in and try to score without like I mean there's plenty of like people that he could have like you know that he could pass the ball to, and I'm like I'm. I'm, I'm just wondering if they're, like, uh, mentioning that to him. For yeah, night. well, I mean. Uh, they, I think he knows he's the only scorer yeah. on that team, so he needs to try to do as much as he can. My biggest problem with this team offensively is guys driving on one-on-two situations and making yeah. – ma- and for some reason throwing the shot up, and I think they think they're going to get fouled. I, I don't know. Offensively, this team – but yet this team scored 73 on a really good defensive team. You know? They did. All right, Tim, thanks for the phone call. And uh, everybody who called or listened today, we certainly appreciate it. Again, uh, for Nicole producing and the great Pat Dooley. Where? I am merely Jeffrey Cardozo. Peace out. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM.